Hello, hello. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Good morning. Good morning, family. How are we this morning? How are we? Fantastic. Everyone to say it. Oh, hallelujah. You're fantastic, but I'm fantastic. Amen. Can we put our words up, please? Can we upstanding? Uh, we're going to honor God with the reading of his word this morning before I share um, his word this morning. Hallelujah. <laughs> All right. One, two, three. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I commanded you... Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go in Jesus' name. Father God, we thank you this morning. Thank you for your mighty presence is here. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because the Spirit of the living God is here. It's moving right now in every heart, in every soul, in Jesus' name. And I ask, Father God, for your mighty supernatural anointing over your word and over your servants this morning right now, right here in Jesus' name. Father, as we um, prepare to move up to another level of our knowing you through the power of prayer, we pray, Almighty God, we are in a time of a supernatural power, the moving of your Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, all glory, all power, all praises, and all honor belongs to you in Jesus' name. And all God's people says, amen and amen. The topic that we're going to, I want you to, um, um, to have a look in your notes. And I believe today that, it's another shift of our spiritual walking with the Lord today. Hallelujah. Last week, the, you know, the Mount Refuge ministry was launching. And we know what? Before we launching the, the you know, Mount Refuge uh, ministry, the Spirit uh, said, you know, put something into my spirit and says, once the, I mean, the launching has done, there is a new shift in the atmosphere. There is a new shift in the atmosphere of the life of everyone that walk in in Mount Refield ministry. But don't forget, this ministry is not belongs to Abraham. It's not for anyone else. It's God's ministry. Can you say amen? If you have that mindset, this is God's ministry. We are just a steward. We are just the servants. You know what? Your heart will on fire. Your heart will running after God's heart. Your heart will desire to live in God's righteousness. And you always come here early. Ouch. Can you say amen? And we always come here early. You know, 10 or 15 minutes early. You know why? It's so awesome. You can come here and we can mingle around. We can chat around before the, the church starting. Hallelujah. That's where God knows our life is growing. You know, um, um, this whole week, these last two weeks, the Spirit said to me, pray, hallelujah, and decree and declare the spiritual growth over the life of the church. And that's my prayer. You know, I decree and declare the spiritual growth over the life of Mount Refuge Church. Can you say amen? Because if when your life is growing in the Lord, everything will affect it. Your physical life will affect it. Can you say amen? And we talk to get today about what is prayer. And uh, we heard this name, prayer. And I heard prayer. You know, I brought up from my... Um, from my um, grandparents and early in the morning you know when I'm lazy to go to to school when I was little I was you know I always pretend I'm sick so I just uh, sleep there where my grandparents were and they starting praying you know why and that prayer you know that was deposited into my life and and I believe that you know and I heard that prayer you know um, even uh, Muslim they pray even the Muhammad, they pray. 
you know, even religious people, they pray. Can you say amen? And what is prayer means to every believers, to the daughter and the sons of the Most High God. The prayer is the call to prayer, is the Father's invitation to enter into His presence. It is the Father's invitation into the throne room. Prayer is the voice of faith to the Father. Prayer is the living word on the lips of faith. Prayer gives a voice to our needs. I want you to read your notes there. And I want you to take this, hallelujah, as, um, um, you know, to help you to develop your prayer life in God. And number one, prayer is our invitation from God to his throne room. Let us stand approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of needs. Hebrews 4 verse 16. Prayers allowed us to come boldly into the throne room of the Father to receive illuminations and advances knowledge to pray as we ought to. Prayer is our ability to stand in the cap and in the scene for our nations, cities, community, churches, leaders, families, and ordinary people so that the will of God can be enforced over the above, the plans of the enemy. That's why it's very important if we have a, a prayer life as a believer. Because if we don't have a prayer life, you know why our life will be dry. Our life will be um, tired and we have no life inside of us, you know, to move forward. We have no desire to, you know, to fellowship with the family of God. We have no desire to come, you know, to the church as a corporate body and worship the living God. We have no desire to go into God's um, words, what God says for you in every each day. Can you say amen? Prayer is so important. And, you know, in the beginning of my life as a prayer intercessor, when I was a stay-at-home mother, you know why as a stay-at-home mother with five children, what can you do? Hallelujah. You face four walls and you face five children and the children running around here and there. And you have no hope, no one to turn to. You know what, what I did? I turned to God in prayer. I call upon the Lord in prayer and say, please help me. What, what you want me to do? How I teach these kids? And even I was complaining to God. I was complaining. I say, I, I stuck in here. I really want to go out there because... I see the churches, um, uh, mothers and, and the young girls, they're running out and, and running around and serve the Lord. Do this and do that. And here I am, stuck in a house, you know, looking at these five children and say, I, I receive nothing from here. These children just running around. And you know what the Spirit, you know, convinced me, say, if you win those five souls for me, those souls would do damage for my kingdom. That's where I near down and cry and say, I'm sorry with my small, silly mind. I have no idea that you have a greater plan for my life and for my children. You know why? That's where I started. Went around, lay hands to my kids. Even my kids sleep, I went around, lay hands to my kids. Even in, in the um, uh, front of their bedroom, I get the baby oil, pray for the baby oil, hallelujah, for the anointing of God, anointing their post, the, you know, their door post of their, of their bedroom. Because God put something in my heart. You know, it's so, um, you know, I had that fear when God spoke into my heart. If I win those souls, five souls for his kingdom, those souls will do damage for my kingdom. You know why? That's where... I pick myself up. I say, 
Oh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna do whatever you want me to do to feed these kids in your word, you know, in prayer and fasting. And every time I prophesy over them, you know, God reveal me things to prophesy over my children. I prophesy over their protection. And there is a condition there. Family, there is a condition there. Before you go and enter into the throne room of God, I need to check myself to make sure am I worth it to enter into the throne room of God. If my hands are clean, my mouth and my tongues is clean, my heart is clean. Hallelujah. Because when your heart is clean, your hands is clean, your mouth is clean, everything you touch will be will be clean. Not only will be clean, will be flourished, and you'll see God move in mighty ways, things that you will never see before. It's amazing. I've been, uh, you know, I've been uh, going through um, a warfare these two weeks when I'm preparing for this, for this subject about prayer. You know why? Because the enemy doesn't want you to know, to know the goodness and amazing and the power of God is. This is the invitation for you and I to enter into the throne room of God. Romans 12, it says, hallelujah. What is Romans 12 says? Yes. Hallelujah. Let us offer to God a sacrifice of praise and worship to please God's heart. Can you say amen? Offer our body as a living sacrifice. And I want to encourage you, choose you this day where you want to serve. Or you want to put your other legs there or your legs here. It's so dangerous. Sorry to say, I have to say it because God is moving. God is moving us to another level of a supernatural. You know, our natural plus the supernatural of God will move in a supernatural power of God. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. It's a time to put things right today. The time, um, this is the time for us to put things right. Put your two feet in God. It's good when you fall. You fall in God's hands. When you fail, you fail in God's hand. Uh, once you put your feet here and another feet here, and when you fall, what's you gonna see? What, what's gonna happen? No one's there to pick you up. You'll be discouraged. You know, a lot of things happening around the world. I don't wanna mention that, and you know that. In Jesus' name, are you learning something new today? Hallelujah. The second one in the beginning. Before the fall, there was no need for prayer. Man had dominion. In the beginning, there was no need for prayer. Man had unrestricted communion and fellowship with God. Man spoke and whatever he said was established. He named the animals and the women with final authority. Whatever man needed, God knew beforehand and supplied even before Man asked, he provided a garden, four rivers, substance for food, and companionship. Man had dominion. Hallelujah. It's so amazing. You know why? Before our first Adam, Adam, <laughs> Adam had a communion with God. Face to face like I'm facing to face with you guys. You know, when Adam need anything, God already knew and he provide. And he supplied the animal, supply everything, the food, when, when um, Adam needed. And when the sin enter into a relationship, it's so sad. That's why we separated from God. Because... Because sins can't enter into the holiness and the holiness of God. Can you say amen? The sins, hallelujah, that separated us. And that's why we can't enter 
into God's presence because of the sins that separated us from God. That's where, hallelujah, God gave his only begotten son. And his name is Jesus. And if you're here this morning, and you, if you haven't received the salvation of our Lord Jesus Christ, and before, hallelujah, you receive the invitation, hallelujah, from God to enter into your, his throne room in prayer, I encourage you, this is your time. This is your day. This is your moment to give your life to Jesus. Just say to Jesus, here I am. I surrender all. I need you. Come into my life. Come into my heart to be my Lord and Savior, to be my King and my Master, my Helper forever. Hallelujah. If you are the one this morning, before I finish this message, I will give you the invitation. Whoever wants to give his or her life to Jesus, before you receive the invitation, hallelujah, in prayer to enter God's throne room, this is your moment. And this is your time in Jesus' name. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Prayer is a tool and a weapon. Making a, I love this. Prayer is a tool and a weapon. Making our requests known to God allows us to experience the manifestation of God in our lives as well as discover what he is capable of doing. Prayer is a tool and a weapon which is available to anyone in Christ. In prayer, we discover the authority of the name of Jesus and allow to use it. We embrace the ability of the one dwelling in us and we receive a revelation of our rights and privilege in Christ. This is the reason why Christ, um, Christ says, Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Or a man expectation always pray and not to faint. Hallelujah. You know, I love it. Prayer is a tool and a weapon. It's our spiritual tools and our spiritual weapons. For example, if I'm standing here and I've got the pets, you know that pets, the cricket pets, and someone throwing a lot of balls to me. You know what? I have to pretend, to, um, you know, to protect myself. This is the tools to protect myself for me not to be, to be um, hurt or be injured by those balls or be, or be hurt. Can you say amen? Exactly what prayer doing in your life, the life of your family, the life of your marriage. If you're married here, I want you to receive the invitation of the power of prayer in your marriage. Bring the prayer. Pray together as a husband and a wife. If you are a solo mother, and you know what? It's so awesome. Bring your kids together. You pray. Teach them how to pray. You know, you, you don't have to pray in a fancy word. You know why you pray? Thank you, Jesus. Develop their prayer language. Develop their prayer language. When they go out, that prayer, prayer language, they will never get away from their mouth. Can you say amen? Because what the Bible says, teach the kids, you know, while they're young in the ways of the Lord, when they're growing up, they will never, they will never depart from it. They, will, they are not going to get perfect. We are not perfect, but they will never depart away from it. That word will bring them, hallelujah, closer to the throne room of our Father. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. So my encourage, you know, use the prayer, the tools, and the weapon. I love our intercessor. You know, my, 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 um, my partner in crime, I, 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 um, I named my partner in crime. What do you mean in a spiritual crime? We watch what the enemy is doing. Hallelujah. And we know we go there, we're marching with the power of prayer and the authority. Hallelujah. With the clean hands and clean heart and clean mouth. And we pray in the name of Jesus. And you know what? The enemy will flee. The enemy will leave the people of God. I love when uh, I was talking to uh, my sister Kathleen. She's my prayer partner. 
And uh, she said to me this morning, when we had our agreements in our prayer time, and God showed, can I share? And God showed her something was so strange in the atmosphere. And she said, she saw the jealousy come towards me. The name of jealousy come towards me. And also, um, I mean, towards Abraham. She saw the jealousy come towards Abraham. And also, she saw the witchcraft come against me. The witchcraft, you know, those are the evil things, if you don't understand. The reason why, because I'm the one who stands in a cap for my husband and God. Can you say amen? I want you to stand in a cap for your family. If your family are not safe, this is our job. It's your position. It's our, our works for you and I. Stand in a cap. You know, one day we will all stand before God. And God says, oh, you know me how many, how many years? What about your auntie? You never go and share my love to your auntie. You never go and share my love to your brothers or your sisters. And you know why? The power of prayer can break the yoke. The power of prayer can break the principality in the air. The power of prayer can break every chains, any demonic force that comes against your marriage and your family and your children in your doorways in Jesus' name. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Prayer is tools and weapon. Number four, prayer is our opportunity to fellowship with God. Prayer is also an opportunity to fellowship and communion with God. Your prayer life creates in intimacy with God. During these times, you have the opportunity to pour out your heart to God. And God also has opportunity to reveal his plans and purpose to you. Prayer is a time when divinity, when divinity meets with humanity for the fulfillment of divine purpose. Or prayer is a time when quality of being divine with the humility for the fulfillment of divine purpose of God over your life and my life. Jeremiah 33 verse 3 says, Go to me and I will answer you and tell me great and unsearchable things you do not know. I remember when Pastor Joshua came here, he prophesied over me and my husband. He said, God says the 50% of things that you know, God will make it 100%. God will make it. You know why? The 60% or the 7% that you know, because we can't, we don't know anything, uh, everything. We, you know, no one's know anything. Only God knows everything. You know, the 70, the 80% that I know of 50 or 40 you know why? When you go before God, God will make it more than 100%. That's how good and blessed our God is. You know, can somebody tell me what is the number that we call as an emergency? When anything's happened, you call the ambulance. What's the number? What's the number? Triple zero. Any emergency, anything's happened, you call the triple zero. And when you're going through a hard time in life, Jeremiah 33, verse 3. This is our spiritual phone call to God. Can you say amen? This is your spiritual call. Call unto God. He will answer you. Don't run to your neighbors. Don't run to your families. When you're facing trouble, don't run to your mom or your daddy. Especially couples. You know, a lot of families, um, you know, broke or, you know, break because of the families involved, of the parents, of the in-laws involved. And when, and I encourage you, when you go through, I'm talking from my experience. When I went through fire in the first, second, third year in my marriage, that's what God taught me, trained me, trained me to be a prayer warrior to go in the enemy's camp and bring back what the enemy was stolen away from my, my marriage. You know, that love, that peace, that joy. Hallelujah. So I went to, into the enemy's camp, bring back 
what he was stolen away from my family. That's why I'm standing here. Justify the goodness and amazing God is. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Anything happen? You know, in the middle of the night, of course you can call Abraham. You can call Taufa whatever time, but make sure you go the first call to your father in heaven before you make any move. Because when you call him first, and when you make any second move, you go and he already there. He already work on your behalf. What the Bible says, he is working for the good of those who loves him. He is a God. Hallelujah. He honor his word. When he say his word, he always come and bring his word into fulfillment in Jesus' name. Can you say amen? Are you learn something? Hallelujah. Number five. In order, in order to be effective, prayers must be re revelatory. Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 16, 9, For a great door and effectual is open unto me, and there are many adversaries. Open doors always attract enemies. Of course, the door can open, but in order for you to, en to enter and be effective, you will need to deal with your adversaries, such as anti-progress, forces, all forms of supportage, and demonic interference. It is by prayer that we defend our position and enter through the open door. We have keys in prayer. Peter gets a revelation from the Father who, of who Christ is. And the Lord releases the keys to the kingdom. Verse 18. Once when Jesus was praying in private and his, and his disciples were with him, he asked him, who do you, who do the crowd say I am? They replied. Some say John the Baptist. Others say Elijah. And still others, that one of the prophet and long ago have come back to life. 20, but what, and Jesus asked, what about you? Who do you think I am? And Peter answered, you are the God, the Messiah, the sons of the living God. And you know what? Hallelujah. It's, if you want to be an effective prayer, you need to pray in revelation. Pray in the word of God. You need to see in, re in Revelation. You know, I remember the other day, last year, when I woke up, the Spirit of the Lord urged me in the early hours to wake up and pray. And when I close my eyes and pray, I say, I welcome your presence here. And all of a sudden, I feel the different presence there. I felt the different presence there inside my room. But my husband's still snoring. But here I am. Here I am. I was, you know, woke up because the spirit of the Lord woke me up. And was the different, you know, spirit was there. It's the enemy. It's Satan's spirit. He was there when it's time for me to pray. And you know why? I ignore it. I say, I love you. Praise the Lord. I love you. You know, I didn't do anything. I just sat there. And I kneel down and say, you've given me authority and the power to say, get out in Jesus' name. And I feel like a wind come into my, my room, the presence of the almighty God. Hallelujah. Sometimes um, the, the enemy blinded our eyes not to see those kind of uh, different spirit enter into our, our life in our family, into our house. But for us to look at, to open our spiritual eyes and see what God's revealed in every each time you pray. Can you say amen? I remember back in New Zealand when I, you know, I was sleep. my five children, we all sleep in the city. When they were little, my husband was a taxi driver. And early, about half past 12, and the spirit woke me up and woke up and said, pray. So I, once I opened, uh, I closed my eyes, I saw the huge, huge animal. It's like a, a wolf. 
and open his mouth. And I see the saliva come out from his mouth. And the spirit of the Lord, he is angry. He is angry. And I saw my husband driving. I saw in the spirit, I said, in the name of Jesus, shut it in Jesus' name. And I apply the blood of Jesus around my husband and his taxi while he was driving taxi. About half an hour and the door was knocking and my husband came, came home because he felt, uh, you know, the, the urgency from the Lord to come home. Hallelujah. It's so amazing. If you move by the power of prayer, by revelation, God reveal you stuff. Even when we move here, well, our first time we came here, I looked for a house, went back with a massive headache. And I thought, hey, it's normal. And this is the first time I had a massive headache. And the second time we came, you know, we went back, still the same. And the third time we came, went back, still the same. and said, oh, what is this, Lord? Tell me. And I heard the voice say, don't you ever come back here. This is our territory. This is our territory. And I remember a long time ago, uh, about 12, uh, 15 um, years, one of the prophets came and prophesied over my husband and said, I'm going to send you into the city. That city is full of giants, full of stronghold. I'm going to send you there. One day, you prepare. I'm going to send you there and destroy them all. And that city will be my city. Hallelujah. You know why? That's why God's people are suffer. Because they don't know what the enemy is doing. He comes like, very sweet, like a lollies. You love to taste and eat. And all of a sudden, you know, you look, not a lolly, a big chocolate. You know, not big chocolate, a Kentucky. You know, it's those sort of things. And will affect your life. And will damage your life. Hallelujah. Make us sick. Can you say amen? Make us sick, but for us to be aware. This is, you know, this is um, the teaching for the prayer intercession. For the prayer intercessor. But I bring it here as a church. Because we are all fight our battle. In and out. But you don't have to worry. Jesus already won the battle. But for us, hallelujah, to do the right thing while we're still on earth. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. I'm so blessed. And I learned something too. Where are we? Tell me. Oh, thank you. You are waking. Am I um, too long, uh, Pastor Abraham? Or... Number six, the keys to pie and loose are keys to the kingdom revealed in prayer. Jesus was praying for the disciples in Luke 9, 18, after a great miracles had been performed. The miracle of fish and loaves was a benchmark in the life of the disciples because they had for the first time not just being at service of the kingdom, but had directly participated in the miracle of the fish and loaves. Jesus is praying. Ask the Father to give them illumination. Peter responded and identified correctly the revelation of who Christ is. This is the revelation Jesus said he would use to, to build his church. The prayers of Jesus gave Peter access to the throne room to receive revelation from the Father about who Jesus is. After Peter received the revelation, Jesus gave him the keys of the kingdom of heaven to bind and to lose. The keys to bind and lose are very important in the intercession for example, there are times when people will ask me to pray for a particular issue. Maybe the issue in insomnia will pray the word. He gives his beloved sleep. The Holy Spirit will give me the revelation that I need to deal with terror by night. Other times, he will tell me to rebuke the pestilence that woke in darkness when I pray by revelation. I get quicker results 
than when I pray using just my understanding of the scripture. I encourage you when you go home, I want you to read that um, um, down, that scripture, uh, Psalms uh, 91. Hallelujah. The, um, the keys to pie and to lose. Sorry, I forgot to say. The spirit of Jesus is inside of you. When you invite Jesus to be your Lord and your Savior. Because you can't do it on your flesh. But you do it when the, because of the spirit of Jesus is alive and alive in you. For you to buy and to lose. What the Bible says, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth will be loose in heaven. Can you say amen? So for you and for me, as, as the scripture says, hallelujah, the terror of the night, the pestilence in, in the darkness. Of course, I want, can you lift up your hands if you experience that? When you sleep at night, you hear the noise. It's not a, a normal noise around your house and around the place. I want you to be honest. Yes, yes, yeah. Hallelujah. Of course. Those are the pestilence at night. Those are the terror that walk around in the night. You know why? You don't have to worry about it. Even you hear it and you see it, and they will never come near you. That's why the power of prayer, pray in Jesus' name. Apply the blood of Jesus around your home. God's protection over your home and over your family, over your loved ones in Jesus' name. You know why? When, if you are a prayer warrior, God's always reveal you those things. Even around the church's family. God revealed me a lot of time. Church's family. There are things around the houses for me to pray and cast it out in the name of Jesus. To bind and to loose by the supernatural power of the living God in Jesus' name. Can you say Amen. Hallelujah. Are you learning something? Any question? I want you to raise your hands. If it, Any question? No? It is the keys to revelation that help us be effective when dealing with Satan. Keys stand for revelation. It enables you to know what to bind and to lose in prayer. To have dominion on earth. You must have revelation of um, ordinances of heaven. Thank you. You must know what is bound in heaven and what is loose in heaven so that you can walk in a dominion. Have you entered the storehouses of the snow or seen the storehouses of the hail? Job 38 verse 22 Revelation enables you to know what heaven has already determined concerning issues and matters of earth. And this revelation gives you audacity to walk in the dominion of, on the earth. It is by prayer that we gain access to the throne room and the courts of heaven to plead our case before the Father. Prayer must be executed so that what is written in the volume of the books concerning you, the books is talking about the word of God, your family, your church, your nation can be enforced. I have given you authority to tremble on snakes and scorpions and overcome all power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. John 10 verse 19. You know this is what? Satan is doing right now. He go before the throne room of God when you do something wrong, when you, or if you swear, if you're angry, that, you know, Satan presents us into the throne room of God. He will go to the throne room of God and say, look at your pastor Abraham. You know, what he did was not in line with your word. Can you say Amen. Or look at our worship, your worship leader, miracle. She anointing worship leader, and look what she's done. What do you think, Dad? What do you what do you think, God? This is what the enemy is doing. Satan is doing. 
day in and day out, 24-7, is for you and I to live the life that God wants us to live. Hallelujah. To have the dominion, the power, the authority that God is given to us. When Jesus raised from the dead, he raised the same power that raised you and I from the dead. Can you say amen? I was dead because of sins, because of the ugly things I done wrong. I was an alcoholic. Hallelujah. I love to go to the pub, you know, Monday to Sunday. You know, my mom and dad teach me to go to church. And once I moved to New Zealand, I do my own life. I went to the pub when in the um, lunchtime, I go to the pub. I always hide myself so the, the manager um, didn't notice I'm, you know, I was drinking. That was my life. And when God changed my life, you know what the Bible says, I no longer live. But Christ lives in me. Christ, you know, invade my life. Christ invade my life. And this is my dream and my desire to serve the Lord. When I was 15 years old, I had my own prayer. I say, I want to serve you. But, you know, all the traditional ways as a pastor, those, um, you know, um, religious church, what you call uh, Abraham, we brought up, congregational or something. You know, you're not allowed to cut your hair as a, um, you know, um, 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 pastor's wife. You're not allowed to wear earrings. You're allowed to put lipsticks or whatever. And I say, God, I want to serve you to become a pastor's wife, but I don't want the, the way that they do. And you know why? 15 years old. And when I became a born-again Christian, I say, yes, Lord, my dream one day will fulfill. That's what I say. But I haven't seen anything yet. The manifestation of my mouth. Because I manifest in the atmosphere. One day it will fulfill. You will come to pass. And look what the Lord has done. As I said, we don't know anything. We don't know everything. But God will make everything if we honor him. And if we obey according to his will over our life. Can you say amen? And um, we nearly finished. Number eight, we must destroy the kingdom of Satan and superimpose the kingdom of God through revelatory prayers. That's right. I already um, said that. The Bible tells us that we are to be gatekeepers. If we operate in the keys of revelation, which comes through intercessory prayers, it is then that the gates of hell cannot prevail against us. It is when we understand this that we have power to pine and to lose and can enforce the word. It is the keys we receive in prayer by revelation that gives us the audacity to lose the manifestation of what has already been said in motion in heaven and to pine the interference and the resistance from the enemy. For we wanted to come to you, certainly I bought it again and again, but Satan blocked our way. First Corinthians, uh, 2 verse 18, hallelujah. You know, this is the problems in our prayer. You know, Satan's always come and block. And you know why? Continue to pray. Continue to pray. The Bible says, pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Just continue to press in. Hallelujah. In prayer. Continue to trust God. Um, it says here, I love that. Gatekeeper. And that what the, what the Lord given to me, uh, to my sister Kathleen. Kathleen, you are the gatekeeper of this house. God says, I saw you in the spirit. You stand in a door and you blocking the enemy comes and mess around in the children of God. And I saw you stand in a cap for me and my husband and my children. And God says, you are the doorkeeper. You are, you know, the, the prayer warrior. 
you stand in a cap. Hallelujah, before God and his people. And God says he will un- increase his anointing of intercessor over your life. In Jesus' name. And he said, you already received the healing. Healing is already taking place over your life. And he said, don't you ever worry what other things say to you. All matter to you to put your trust in God. Continue to do what I put in your hand. God anoints your hands. Hallelujah. And I thought you're going to call out the, you know, the, 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 the outer call for people to come and lay hands. That's what I found in the, in the spirit, for you to lay hands, you know, for the people receive the healing and the, you know, and the, and the intercessor anointing over their life. Hallelujah. And I want to thank you and honor you, uh, Kathleen, for that in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Be a doorkeeper, a gatekeeper. Hallelujah. In, in your house, in the house of the Lord. If you are a husband and a wife, I encourage you, husband, be a doorkeeper, gatekeeper in your in a house, in your family. Bring protection over your marriage, over your wife, over your children. Everyone inside your house will be saved. Hallelujah. If we are the gatekeeper, but not only the husband, but all of us, all of us. If you are our believer, you and I are a gatekeeper. You stand in a cage. I, 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 I'm not saying you stand in the door the whole day, the physical door. No. You stand in a cage, in the cap, in prayer, day in and day out, night and day. You stand in a cap. Hallelujah. Block the works of the enemy around your house, around your family, around your community. And I remember when uh, Maureen came last week. It was so funny. And we talked when we went for our, our, we took her for lunch. And I didn't share anything. And she said, when on our way here, I saw the white cloud cover the whole North Lakes. And the Spirit said to me, the whole North Lakes is already clear for my glory to come down. Can you say amen? It's already clear. You know why? Because someone is praying. Someone is standing in a cab. Someone is on a God. Hallelujah. Pray on the behalf of everyone in Jesus' name. Someone is praying to cast out demonic force, stronghold, the work, whatever chains were here many years. That's what the, prof- the, the prophetic words came upon my husband. Many chains. That's why people commit suicide because of those spirits. That's why people are depressed. That's why our people say, oh, I'm sick, I'm sick. You know what? Because of those things. Stand today. You are a children, the sons of the most and the daughters of the most high God. I've got the dominion. I've got the power, the authority. No longer those things will enter into my family, into my life. In the name of Jesus. Can you say amen? One more prayer must be persistence in order to break the resistance of Satan. I already um, touched that. Prayer must be persistent. Hallelujah. In order to break the resistance of the enemy. In Jesus' name. I remember when we went. We went to Samoa. When my mom passed away. I was sitting in our sitting room. Back in Samoa. I was enjoying with my family. And all of a sudden, because the whole village were there, you know, outside, they were making a lot of noise. And I heard one of my niece say, Auntie, Auntie. And all of a sudden, the spirit say, Something's happening outside. I said, No, I want to ignore it. I, wanna, I don't want to go outside. I just said, I, People are calling my name to come outside. You know why? One of my sister, younger sister, she was floating on the air. Possessed by the enemy. And a lot of guys, the strong muscle guys, jump over her. But she still, when she uh, go like this, you know, all the guys went away. You know, they all fell down. Because it's not normal. The enemy, Satan, is there. Can you say amen? And you know what? They all, a lot of guys, they lift her up and bring it inside the sitting because I didn't stand up. I just sat there. 
waiting, say, what do you want me to do? And say, just sit there. Wait when they bring the girl here, and you pray over her. And we, we, they bring her here. When the girl came here, she looked at me. She, you know, she was shaking when she looked at me. In the name of Jesus, who do you think you are? I command you to get up. This house is sanctified by the blood of Jesus. This family belongs to God. Because I know my family, they all believe, but some of them, they're not walking according to the will of God. They're not living holy, as I say. You better stand your two feet in God's will instead of standing other feet here and other feet here. When the enemy comes attack, what are you going to do? Can we say amen? It's so scary. But I pray for God's deliverance that day. Deliver her from the works of the enemy, whatever. And I, you know, God's reveal me things to, you know, to pray over her and bring for God's healing. And even her marriage was so bad. And I told them off um, that, that night. And I pray for God's healing over their marriage. And now, that two couples, hallelujah, they are assistant um, um, pastor in one of the church back in Samoa. They are assistant pastor. Hallelujah. Look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. If you have the dominion and the power and the authority to destroy and cast down the works of Satan, the enemy over the life of people. You know, it's broke my, uh, my heart. If I see people like that, hallelujah. But I thank God. Thank God. Hallelujah through the power of the spirit of Jesus living us. We can do all things. We can do all things in the name of Jesus. I want you to upstand. Thank you, Jesus. Please take your notes with you home. I want you to go through your notes and pray. God will give you your own revelation how to pray. If you learn something, you know, um, new today, praise God. And I want you to go home and exercise and see what God is going to do for your life. I want you to close your eyes. Thank you, Father.